Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Pete Waltz. Along with bringing you critical updates and events happening all around the world, we're always fortunate to have our local ELA lawyers on the line. These good folks are practicing on the ground in jurisdictions all around the world, working to help their local clients move through difficult times. On the program, we span the globe and receive updates on critical information from ELA members from each region in the world. Today, we're going to be chatting with one of our members from Hong Kong. Joining us on the program today is Cynthia Chung, a partner at Deacons. Deacons is the ELA member firm in Hong Kong, and Cynthia is joining us from her office in Hong Kong. In today's program, Cynthia is going to share some of the recap of a recent Asia-Pacific Year in Review program that she moderated. And the program covered labor and employment issues in China, Taiwan, Japan, South Korea, and of course, Hong Kong. Cynthia, welcome to the program. Great to see you again. Thank you, Pete, and thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to speak to um, our, our friends at the ELA. Yes, so it's interesting for our listening audience who does not see us, Cynthia and I are on Zoom, so I actually can see her. So <laughs> Cynthia, let's cover some of this recap. I know you had a great audience there. Several hundred people came to that. And let's just cover some of the topics that were on the agenda there. I know one of the key topics, and it's the one that seems to always sneak its way into our podcast, is the impact of COVID-19. Based on the countries that were in the program, China, Taiwan, Japan, South Korea, and Hong Kong, did you discuss any similarities that are between the countries in these various situations? Yes, basically, COVID clearly sort of monopolized our discussion for the first half of our webinar, because that was, you know, everyone was really concentrating on that for 2020. It's interesting to note that there are certain similarities, but there's certainly some differences as well in the regions that we, we just spoke about. In China, for example, because it was obviously one of the first countries that discovered the virus, and so the, the way that China had dealt with these issues uh, seemed to be sort of a little bit ahead of the other countries. And, and they had sort of earlier experiences, which they were very happy to share with us. So, for example, all of a sudden, you know, there were lockdowns and, and you know, people starting to have to work from home, uh, which was something which was very unusual for China or, in fact, for many parts of Asia, including Hong Kong, Taiwan, you know, Korea and, and Japan. So they were one of the first to share their experiences of, of the difficulties and also how they basically get over the difficulty of, for example, infrastructure in terms of how some of the rights of the employees not to go to work or, or, or some you know, who are made to go to work, you know, how employers should deal with them. In Hong Kong, for example, again, work from home is certainly nothing we've, you know, really heard of prior to January of last year. And all of a sudden, employers will have to look into how to make that effective and also whether or not employers do actually have a right to ask employees to, to work at home and, and what sort of facilities they have to provide to them, whether or not they have all these safety requirements for people working from home. And, and this is certainly one of the common topics that we talked about, you know, in, in Korea, Japan, same thing. Interesting to note that in Japan, our representative uh, lawyer actually said that it's not so common to work from home. So many people actually did still go to work and therefore, you know, health and safety issues in the office then became something that they had to look into rather than at home. So some similarities, but some differences. Also, because of the impact of COVID, you know, one similarity clearly was that there started to be a lot of redundancies, you know, furloughs and things like that. 
Again, in Hong Kong, we don't have furlough, but in China, some of the companies were making people sort of not uh, going to work. In Taiwan, same thing. So, can employers actually make them take leave? This was a topic that we all sort of discussed as well, whether or not they either must take leave or they have the right to refuse. So, this is something which I think the audience would be interested to see. I mean, although it has been a little while, but I think it is something that would be interesting for the audience to review in our webinar. Yeah, this it's very interesting. And for those that are tuning into the Employment Matters podcast for the first time, you know we have lawyers all around the world in 176 jurisdictions, and we're always reporting on things that are happening in the field of labor and employment. But something like COVID impacts the world in a very similar way. You know, there may be nuances here or there, but the working from home scenario is now a global way of life for many people. And where where countries are, or where they were at the beginning of COVID. Some of them improved and went right back again here in the U.S. We're now in a very, very significant case. And I, and I live in Arizona, where actually we're number one in the world as of this week. So I guess the, the, you know, what has happened over the last year has just been unprecedented. But what was some of the discussion about the impact on 2021? Do people feel mm -hmm. that it's going to be the same, better, different? What do they have to say? Yeah, so all of them are expecting actually, unfortunately, more redundancies and probably restructuring of uh, the labor force. Taiwan in particular is seeing quite a lot of that. China less so, because I think China is, uh, as I say, the, the first country to have to experience this, and they recovered relatively quickly. Jeffrey, you know, our representative from Junhe said that, you know, they're not looking at massive redundancies, but certainly there will be a slowdown. Japan and Korea. Korea is obviously also affected by the fact that they're going to have an election in 2022. So there will be some, you know, other considerations uh, in terms of redundancies, etc. For Japan, um, obviously the Olympics is still in limbo, so people could potentially be losing jobs if the Olympics are not going ahead. So it's it's you know in various countries there are different things. But one common topic that I find interesting is that obviously going forward in 2021, a little bit more positively, I think we're all looking into issues surrounding testing and and vaccines. So one of the common topics we talk about was whether or not employers have the right to, for example, ask or even make it mandatory for employees to take vaccines and whether or not employees have the right not to go back to work if they know that their, you know, their co-workers are actually not taking vaccines. So that was a common topic that we all discussed. Preliminarily, I think all of us um, are of the view that it's probably unlikely that employers uh, can force their employees to take vaccines unless they are in a, um, you know, a frontline staff or someone who is very likely to, you know, so it's more risky, put it that way, than, than others. But again, you know, we don't know yet. You know, obviously, as you know, we're talking about, you know, how safe the vaccine is. And, and so are there any employees liability if we make employees take vaccines and then, you know, something happened to them? So very interesting discussion around that area as well. So I think 2021, we'll be looking forward to similar issues surrounding COVID, but different from a different perspective. Very true. And I'm hearing that from our other regions as well. So I know the, the majority of the conversation started out with COVID, but surely there were some labor and employment law changes <laughs> in that area that are also important for our audience to hear about. I know there's a lot more in the, in the on-demand full year review program. Can you just highlight a few things that uh, sure. some of our members talked about? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we, we tend to be overwhelmed by COVID and forgot that actually the world still goes on <laughs> and there are other things that are happening. Very interestingly, 
For example, in China, uh, apart from COVID, they are actually finally sort of getting around uh, the fact that you know sexual harassment is becoming quite a serious issue in the workplace in China. So they are now starting to enact laws surrounding that area. And again, our member firm was saying that they're already receiving quite a lot of instructions in terms of, you know, starting investigations, how they, um, you know, what are the standards of, of proving sexual harassment uh, cases. So that was very interesting. And similarly in Japan, also they have started illegalizing bullying. Again, Japan and Korea are, are jurisdictions where, you know, the hierarchy traditionally is, is something which is very, you know, key to them. And so the, the bullying seems to be some, you know, a, a growing problem. And, and it's interesting to know that the government is, is doing something about it. For Taiwan, Elizabeth from Liantai actually mentioned that she was rather concerned with sort of issues uh, surrounding redundancies and also the rights of the sort of older generation. So people over 60, you know, reaching retirement age, what sort of protection they have, because in, in most redundancy situations, unfortunately, the more senior staff or, you know, high, highly paid staff could be the, the target of redundancy. So are there any protections for them? So, so there seems to be, you know, talks about that as well. Again, I mentioned earlier for Korea, because of the, the upcoming election in, in their country, they are also thinking of more protection for employees. Just for information, Korea is already a, a very employee pro jurisdiction, but it's interesting to know that they are still considering more stringent employment protection for them. So that's something which our, our member firm Kim and Cheng talked about. As for Hong Kong, we'll be seeing better protection for um, mothers. So, for example, we just have enacted a law which extended the maternity leave. We used to have 10 weeks, it's now 14 weeks paid maternity leave. And then also going forward uh, in the next couple of months, we're going to have an anti-discrimination law prohibiting discrimination on mothers who are breastfeeding. So again, you know, there are some protection going there. But in all the jurisdictions, um, just you know, remember, COVID is not everything, although it is very important, but there's certainly other laws sort of coming around and, and as usual. It sounds like an action-packed 90 minutes, and I know that the folks that listened in live got the opportunity to ask questions. I would encourage those that are interested in listening to the full year in review program. There is an on-demand version. You'll find a link to that program in the description on this podcast. And Cynthia, it's always great to have you on the program. Thanks for all you do for the ELA, and thanks for doing great work for us over there in Hong Kong. No, thank you for having me. <laughs> if you'd like to connect with Cynthia Chung or any of our lawyers around the world, please search for them on the ELA website at ela.law. Just go to the big Find a Lawyer widget in the center of the page. There you can also sign up to receive invitations for upcoming webinars, download white papers, get access to the on-demand content in our library, or use the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks for listening.